Welcome to the Intentional Father Podcast. Where us fathers parent our children, not by accident, but with intent. I'm your host, Aaron Stroman. Welcome to episode four. Today we're going to be talking about conflict resolution. I'm excited about this one because for me, I'm going to start off with a story, and this one's fresh. You're, you're getting this in real time from me. So my son, at the time of this recording, is 13. He's in eighth grade, and my son isn't perfect, okay? His father isn't perfect either. So we've, we've made that clear. But there's been, there's been this kid who's a bit of a bully to my son. They got into a little bit of a tuffle in the first semester of the school year, uh, some some boundaries are set up, but this kid continues to kind of antagonize, instigate. Just, uh, he, he's just a jerk of a dude, and my son's having a hard time with him. Well, uh, things, you know, that, that happens, right? That's a part of life. Things escalate. They get out of your control. You can't control other people, so you have to decide, how are we going to, how are we going to resolve this? Well, Recently, again, things have been getting worse. There's been some just kind of cheap shots taken at my son. There's been a little bit of online bullying on social media, specifically Snapchat. And my son's not even on there. Uh, he's he's not friends with this kid because we've already set up those boundaries. But it's it's enough where other people are going to my son and talking about this, saying, "Hey, did you see what this other kid has posted about you? You know what's going on there? That's not cool." Anyways, it's enough of the middle school drama where it's it's really disturbing my son. I mean, it's it's getting him down. And parents, you got to pay attention to that. Sometimes this depression creeps in. Things like this leads to suicide for a lot of children. And if you don't have your pulse on your own kids, that's that, that's how parents walk away from a suicide and they go, I didn't see it coming. I had no idea. We have to keep our pulse on our children. So there was, I guess there was some, some drama in between my son and this kid at school on, I want to say on a Thursday. My son went to the principal on Friday and met with him, or excuse me, vice principal. He went to vice principal, met with him, and said, here's, here's what's going on. Here's what I would like to happen. Vice principal, I would like for you to get me and this other kid in your office together, have a conversation about what's going on, set the expectations, and if the expectations aren't withheld, then I want you to suspend this kid and keep him from going to the end-of-the-year trip to the to the theme park. The principal thought, you know what? That's a good idea. Let's do it on Monday. So my son actually, he, he actually requested that no parents get involved. He wanted to just handle this in between this, this other student and the vice principal. So uh, I wasn't aware that there was a request for no parents to get involved when I heard about some of the drama, I called the vice principal and said, hey, it, this has been a reoccurring issue enough. Uh, we need to have a conversation about it. And I left that voicemail on I left that voicemail on his office phone. Well, Monday comes around. They end up having the meeting. They set the expectations. You know, the vice principal got to the bottom of the story. And 
you know, this other student was trying to cover up and, and basically lie about his behavior, but the principal got to the bottom of it. They came to an agreement. They, the principal actually wrote it out and had the boys sign their names to it. And the expectation was set. The conflict, at least to this point, was resolved and everyone went on their way. Now, I was super, super proud of my son in this moment because I was like, dude, what a, what a mature thing to do, right? He didn't, he didn't go after the kid on the playground and beat him up. He didn't talk trash and fight fire with fire. He approached it in a very mature way. And I was, I was just really impressed. And I was proud of my son for this. And I started thinking, how did he come to that? You know, how did he get to that point? I certainly wasn't like that in eighth grade. How did my son get to that spot? You know, with him being in eighth grade, and I realized, oh, he's had this model to him. So we need to we need to talk about conflict resolution when it comes to our kids. How are we as fathers teaching our children how to resolve conflict, and why is this important? There's a ton of scripture on conflict resolution. Probably the go-to scripture on this is Matthew chapter 18. It talks about if your brother sins against you, you know, you, you go to him one-on-one. If he doesn't listen, you take one or two others. If he doesn't listen, have a few more witnesses, tell it to the church. And if he refuses to listen even to the church, you know, you, you treat him like a Gentile and a tax collector which we won't get into all that theology, but, but there's a very step-by-step methodical approach to conflict resolution, which is great. There's also Matthew chapter 5, verse 24. It's talking about before we offer a sacrifice to God on the altar, let's be reconciled to our brother. Go reconcile if there's any, uh, if there's any conflict that hasn't been resolved. Go do that first before you bring, bring your worship to God. 2 Timothy 3.16, all scriptures breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, reproof, correction, and for training in righteousness. So scripture can be a part of our conflict resolution. There's a ton of Proverbs that talk about, about uh, how to resolve conflict, even tone of voice, smiling. And of course, we have Romans 12.18, which says, if possible, so far as it depends on you, live peaceably with all. So clearly, Scripture gives us some guidance, some principles on conflict resolution, and some practical approach to conflict resolution. But as fathers, how do we teach our children how to resolve conflict? First of all, remember, this goes back to our own integrity. We got to make sure that we are resolving conflict in a godly Christian way. So it's got to start with us. But once we have this under control in our own lives, we need to model for our children how to resolve conflict. For those fathers that are married, you can do this by how you resolve conflict with your spouse. It's good for children to see conflict resolution in between mom and dad. So there's a good stepping point. Now, the second, uh, second way we can model this and guide our kids through it is how we, how we resolve conflict with them. And th- obviously, this has to be age-appropriate. For an 18-month-old, a uh, 2-year-old, 3-year-old, you're going to be more of the authority figure, and it's, you know, it's kind of my way or the highway. 
But there, but as kids grow and they develop critical thinking skills, you're going to have conflict with your kids, and you're going to have to resolve it with them. Sit down, speak with self control, talk about the problem, talk about the broken expectations, talk about the disappointment, and talk about how to resolve it. How can we make this better? And what are the new expectations going forward? Letting kids have a say in some of that as well will help. Now, again, you have to parent them through this. So you're not quite on equal ground. You're on different ground because you're a parent and they're your child. So if they say, well, we had some conflict because I didn't like the food you made for dinner. I propose that we have ice cream every night. It's like, no, they don't get their way, but you can let them speak into when it's appropriate. You know, they can get to speak into that. So resolving conflict with your own children in a godly way is a great way to model this. Now, here's the big kicker, and this only works for families that have more than one child, but teaching your children how to resolve conflict with each other coaching them through that, sitting them through that. So I have, I have a daughter who's one year older than my son, so they're very close in age. They're different genders, so there's, the, you know, there's different kind of conflict with, in between the, the brother and sister than maybe brother and brother or sister and sister. But they, they have conflict a lot. I help teach them how to resolve that conflict, and I have them practice it. Sometimes I'm in the room sitting right there with them, and guiding them through, hey, talk about why your feelings got hurt. Where, where was the broken expectation? Express yourself. Now, articulate what you hope the desired outcome is. Or if we're in the situation again in the future, how would you appreciate for them to respond differently? Walking them through that, setting a framework on how to resolve conflict is really good. And then they get to practice at home with their parents, with their siblings, and this is going to set them up in life. And, and I'm, I'm sharing this with you because my son's 13, but it's not like I worked on this last month or last year and, and he got it. This has been, a, for him, a lifetime of conflict resolution at home that has led him to be able to do this at school. Now, does he do it perfectly right every time? No. Did he do it really well this time? Yes. So I say that to, to you fathers of really young children, especially if your firstborn is young, you quite often won't see the fruits of your labors for years and years and years to come. But trust me, it will come. And if we can teach our kids how to resolve conflicts at home, it's going to bleed over into school. It's going to bleed over into sports, other social environments, college and ultimately future workplaces, employment, occupation, and uh, in, in hopefully we're setting our children to be great parents themselves. We're raising our boys to become great husbands and fathers. We're raising our daughters to be, become great wives and mothers. And we can do this by modeling good conflict resolution. There's so much at stake when it comes to, you know, the the birth family origins when two people get married. But if we can, if we can teach our kids how to resolve conflict in a healthy, mature way, that's one less thing they'll have to go through in marriage counseling when they get married in the future. So think big picture on this. I'm not being real prescriptive on how to resolve conflict. I think you can 
you can study some of that, but I'll give just a few principles. One, you want to be in control of yourself. Exercise self-control. If you're a bit of a hothead or you have a temper or things are just too emotional, right? There's conflict and it's too close. Take a 20-minute timeout. Go on a walk. Let things cool down. Again, you can model this with your kids, whether they're they're in conflict with each other. Hey, we're going to talk about this, but I want... I want you to go in the backyard and play for 20 minutes. I want you to go in the front yard and play for 20 minutes, and then we're going to come together afterwards. If if the conflict is be, in between you as your fa- as as a father and your child, say, hey, that really upset me. We're going to talk through this, but first, I want you to go spend some time in your room alone. I'm going to go on a walk, or you know, I'm going to finish the task at hand that I'm doing, I need to go mow the yard. And then we're going to talk about this. So the emotion's cool. So be in, be in control of yourself and then have good open conversation. Hey, you really disappointed me when behavior X happened. That is not the expectation for members of our family. You know, whether, you know, you're essentially you're saying you're being naughty. That behavior is not allowed here. What do we need to do to fix it? Or if it's conflict in between two kids, hey, you started fighting over the soccer ball, pushing turned into punching, not cool. We don't use physical violence to resolve conflicts. Here's the consequence. But you know, what what can we do next time? Why why did it start? Why did that hurt your feelings? Helping kids articulate their feelings is another core principle. Usually the conflict, it doesn't just start with some punch to the face. There, there are little steps that were taken before that. So let's go back there and, hey, what started it? Why, why did it that trigger this behavior? Having the ability to articulate those feelings, that gets developed in children at a young age. So help them develop that in, versus the lack thereof. And then knowing you know, reasonable expectation. Hey, next time, instead of just taking the soccer ball, I want you to ask. Okay, that's reasonable. Well, next time, I want you to share the soccer ball instead of hogging it for yourself. So you're helping them talk through that. How, how can we do that? How's, how's the process working itself out here? And then when you can get to a place where both people can agree to a reasonable expectation, they can kind of own their own stuff, you know, there should be apologies in there. We can talk about later in future episode whether or not we should make our kids apologize or not. I think there's appropriate times for that. I think there's times when it, if it's not sincere, it shouldn't be done. But how, again, modeling for that, apologizing, reconciling the relationship. And here's the other key point. Ending with physical touch, whether it's a hug, a handshake, a high five. Physical touch is huge in conflict resolution. It lets people know, I'm here for you. I'm not going anywhere. Modeling that, having our kids do that. Hey, you got to hug each other. Sometimes I'll even put time limits on it. You got you, you got a hug for at least fifteen seconds, and that'll and th- that usually ends in laughter. I'm telling you, if you try it, it'll end in laughter. But there's great great ways to model conflict resolution. Have our kids practice this so that when they become adults or teenagers, as in my son's case, they know what to do, they know how to do it, and they'll implement it when they're ready. So fathers. Teach your kids how to resolve conflict. Make sure you're resolving it in a healthy manner yourself. 
And if you have any ideas, suggestions, practices that have worked for you, please drop them in the comments. Let me know about it. I want to hear and learn from you as well. God bless in your efforts to resolve conflict.